Welcome to the 18th episode of the Who, What, When, Where, and the Why podcast. My name is Kathleen Johnson, and I'm your host today and the marketing director at the YMCA. And with me today are two amazing women from the wide world of gymnastics, head coach Rachel Cummins and team coach and gymnastics coordinator Nancy Smith. Nancy will be familiar to most of you. Um, She's been around the Y for a long period of time, so I want to welcome both of you to the podcast today. Thank you. Yes. So warning. Um, This gets a little crazy sometimes. We're just going to have a little bit of a conversation. I'm going to ask you some 10 question round questions at the end. That'll be super fun for us to get to know you a little bit better. Um, But the title to today's episode is called Warning. I may flip, twirl, or tumble at any time. Gymnastics is my life. So today we're going to talk about um, YMCA gymnastics, a little bit of history of the Y's gymnastics, how long it's kind of been going. And nicely enough, I bring um, Nancy with me, who's been part of the, an actual gymnastics team at our YMCA. So that's going to be fun to listen to. And then Rachel's going to talk to us about uh, where we're headed and um, all that great stuff that's coming up, including um, the competitive tryouts for the competitive team. And um, also just like a little bit about what nationals is going to bring to us this year. So we're excited to hear about that. So um, Rachel, let's start with you. Is this your first podcast? It is my first podcast. It is your, well, welcome to podcast world. Josh takes really good care of us from behind the scenes. And so we're excited and happy to be um, with him again today, running the behind the scenes part of the uh, episode. What about you, Nancy? Have you been to a podcast no, before? This is my first. This is our first. Well, this is awesome. We'll have, obviously, it, it's going to go great and we'll have you back. Right. So, and we'll do this lots more. But when did you guys first start your quest in gymnastics, Nancy? Um, back when I was in seventh grade, we had a, a Saturday morning gymnastics class that we just went and ran, ran around and we did some cartwheels. We didn't really know what we were doing. And then um, Tom Armstrong's wife, Karen, would come in and do some exercises with us and kind of like aerobic stuff. And, uh, and we got, we had a little bit of equipment, but not very much a beam and some mats and, um, we hit, which is way different than what we have now. <laughs> um, and then it grew. And then some other ladies, uh, dance lady, Sue Barr came in and started, uh, she got interested in gymnastics and the rule was you, you learn a trick, you teach it to somebody else. Oh. And that's how we grew. And we still do that. Yeah, we still do that. That's awesome. And, yeah. Rachel, when did you first start out? I started when I was three. And oh, my. I, um, <laughs> I began at American Gymnastics, and that was in Dover, Ohio, and that was under the ownership of Bonnie Rogers and Mark Perry. Okay. And, and we're familiar with Bonnie because she's yes, part of the rise. she now well, history. Um, volunteers in our yeah. actual team program. Um, I started there, and when I was about five or six, a lot of my friends decided, like, this is not for me. It's too hard. I want to quit. So they were able to quit. I tried the same thing with my parents, and they said, no way. You're yep. going to stay, and you're going to finish. We aren't quitters. And so I continued there and um, until I was in junior high. And right before seventh grade came, it was, is it gymnastics or is it sports? And so I decided to leave gymnastics I held on gymnastics through cheerleading and other sports. And then through high school, I began helping coach um, my own cheerleading team members, spotting them. I was telling Nancy I had got a lot of experience spotting the younger girls when I was sixth grade, 11, 12 years old, when I did not want to be on the balance beam. I snuck away <laughs> and started coaching and spotting the other girls. And then our coaches sort of didn't 
you know, mine that I was helping because they were short staffed as well. And then secretly I was getting out of my own work on the event that nice. I did not like at all. Oh, that's tricky. That's kind of like me in track. I would just like go do the high jump because I didn't want to run. <laughs> so <laughs> I, was just, I wasn't good at the high jump either, but it was at least a soft landing. <laughs> So that's awesome. Those are great, really great stories. So Nancy, I'm going to float some pictures your way that I, when I prepare for a podcast, I usually look for some history. And um, so some of these, I believe, might be you. Yeah. (laughs) Where are you there, Nancy? Yeah, up at the top. So that this is fun. I love this picture of Nancy. It's just really cute. Um, but I have some others, and I'm just going to kind of float through some of these. And some are you, and some are not. But um, I believe you're in this picture. Are you in this picture? Uh, yeah, I'm a Wyatt. Yeah, she's a Wyatt. Oh, yep. So this one is Nancy as a Wyatt. So, uh, what is a Wyatt? A volunteer leader. You go and you help teach class. Back then, I did mainly a lot of swimming classes and then a little bit of gymnastics classes because uh, we really didn't have a big gymnastics program at the time. But, uh, and then we helped wherever, like there. Yeah, tell me a little bit about this. Now, this is, that one over there is in the old Y. Okay. The one on, that used to be on Tuscarossi Avenue. Yeah. This is at our Y now before we changed it all right. over. Right. This is the, the main gym. Yeah. yeah. The basketball courts. I yeah. love these rings. Yeah, we had the boys that crazy? come. We had t- trampoline, and uh, yeah, it was that's more fun. of a fitness uh, type of thing. Now this is not. This is one of my favorite pictures from the Y. I don't think this is that's not you, Patty Thompson. Patty Thompson. This I think out of all the pictures that I scan through, this one always just catches my eye. It's just a really fun picture yeah. of a gymnast. I love that. Um, now I want you. Uh, people in our podcast zone. I want you to kind of keep uh, watching the shapes of the eyeglasses, the <laughs> hairstyles, and the <laughs> clothing that people are wearing. <laughs> this gets a little funny. That's one of our first official teams. We had some little teams before that, but the real the coach was Sue Barr. Oh, okay, she has great hair yeah. in this picture, yeah. doesn't she? She always had great hair. <laughs> she just passed and who's, away. And recently. this is... Gary Sircone. Gary Sircone. Yeah, I was going to say that. He looks familiar to me. Yeah. And down at the other corner is Carol Glenn. Okay. And she has passed also. Yeah. So, but look at look at these this bunch of kids. <laughs> Cute. Uh, this is I, all I, the old Y. Yeah. This picture is funny to me because their posture, you would be like, sit up straight, oh, yeah. girls. Point yeah. the toes, straight <laughs> leg. Point the toes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hmm, somebody's not. Like this toe, like. Yeah. I can imagine Coach Rachel be like, "Yeah, fix fix all that before we start." Um, this this is a an interesting picture as well. Yeah, that's later on. This is over at the uh, new building. Well, our building. Yeah, our building yeah. now. This yeah. is in the nineteen. This is nineteen seventy seven, seventy eight right. team. Yeah. Uh, the lady in charge was Sue Smith. Okay, Sue yeah. Smith. This one right here in the center. Right. Um, and I'm and I'm just saying this from the 1970s world because I lived it and I was young then. This coach right here would have gotten me to go to gymnastics. Yeah, like I don't know who that is, but <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he looks like Leaf Garrett or somebody yeah. from. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, hmm, and he's a picture on a wall. The interesting thing about that also is the uniforms. The yes, guitars. Those were all hand sewn by two of the mothers. What? Yeah. And those were fancy back then. <laughs> Yeah, that is awesome. Um, This is 1990 or 1980. Okay. 
So it's a 1980s team. Okay, we have the Zender girls in there. Um, Again, look at their shirts. I love, like, just their leotards. Some of them have on. Just whatever they want. Yeah, whatever they want. But styling of the hands is much better. We've improved on this one. Now, this is, again, one of my favorites. The 80s hair. The 80s hair. (laughs) And that is my daughter in the back. Which one? Oh, my goodness. Look at that hair. Rachel, did you have this hair at one point in your I life? I did when I was going, like, kindergarten, first grade. My mom would do my bangs like that. <laughs> yeah. Rollers I, in my hair. I love this picture. Yeah. This is so, uh, this is actually, we think it's the 80s, but it's actually a 1990s picture. Oh, okay. So, right. yeah, so uh, it, it's really fun. And then as we get closer and closer, here's Coach yeah. Nancy Smith yeah. up there in the corner by my finger. Yeah, so, and again, the teams, uh, now these weren't handmade. Please don't no, tell me that. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to be like, man, I need to take up sewing. Um, yeah, the, the uniforms start to get fancier. And then, um, you know, our teams now, uh, I love just being able to see uh, all the pictures of the teams as we go. And uh, we have a showcase in the back that showcases some of the things that they've done. So just kind of, was this a fun, like, trip down memory lane yeah, for you? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell us about some of the things that happened back then that you're like, we've come a long way. Like, Well, our vault, for one thing, used to look like a horse. It actually had legs that had hoofs on it. Oh. <laughs> and it was only a little, little. Now we have this big table that they, they vault over. Of course, they vault a lot harder. We just right. jumped over it. <laughs> right. And on the bars, they used to be close, and we would do things like V-sits and scales and now they swing and fly, and it's uh, kind of kind of fun, right? But a little dangerous. Can you remember back to like maybe um, the first Olympics that you really just paid attention to, and who were some of those early on gymnasts that just stole your heart? I don't remember her name, but I remember watching her. It was a, a Russian girl. She had big white hair and blonde, and it was all piled up. And you know, I was like, oh, maybe eight. At the most. Uh-huh. And my dad said, look at this, Nancy. And, and I, I just sat there and watched it. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the sport at all, but I knew I liked to do bridges. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, and I think that the Olympics just plays a, a huge important part in these programs and, um, and just the ins- inspiration behind it all. And I, I love to see a lot of times on bulletin boards, you guys will have pictures of some of the more professional gymnasts and what they're doing. And, um, and so that always tends to be so much fun to me. And I feel bad that television has gotten kind of so complex that sometimes, you know, when I can remember, Nancy, you probably were this way as well, that when the Olympics was on, you didn't watch anything else. That was it. And you couldn't wait to see the gymnastics part or um, and just be amazed at what they could do. Um, what about you, Rachel? When's the first time you really started thinking about, well, here's the Olympics and who was your favorite? I, I started, my first memory was the 1996, and that was the Magnificent Seven. And Dominique Mucciano is this tiny little, I think she might have been 13 at the time. And she's the one who just stole my heart. And that's who I looked upon and I, I remember one of my best friends at the time had gone to see them and got a signature, like all their signatures on a folder for me and brought it back. That's Aww. how obsessed I was. Every school project was over the, you know, Magnificent Seven. And <laughs> even to this day, I go back and watch the reruns of that Olympics just, and I show up my daughter and yeah, 
it's just phenomenal. And then this past summer, one of my gymnasts at the team went to a summer camp. Dominique Mucciano actually has her own gymnastic studio in Medina. And so she really? was up there working and she got her signature for me. And I just was like starstruck just standing there because Landry was able to be one-on-one with oh, Dominique wow. and get her coaching perspective. And it was so neat. I was just, it was phenomenal. <laughs> that That is great. Those are great stories because you do just really wonder about um, uh, where people's inspiration come from and what they want to continue through and how that gets them there. And you know that every piece of that is so important. And so when it comes to coaching, you guys know that what you do, um, it I hate to say make or break, but it can really, it really influences um, in lots of ways. So let's, let's talk about, you know, what are some of your key elements to coaching that have brought you great success? So let's start with you. Um, you know, this is only my second year coaching a team, a gymnastics team. I've coached many other just tumbling classes. So it, I don't have much experience, but just from the teaching and education world, because I was there 10 years, my big success, especially, you know, I'm only 34, but I've seen a huge change in just from like how I was taught and how I was brought up to how the kids now are. And I've decided you have to be positive and have fun with them, still structured and not chaotic, but give them a little bit leeway into taking ownership of their own learning and their own motivation to wanting to be better instead of just, you know, me harping on them, you know, we have to do this, 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 and making it so strict that they don't enjoy it. Right. And then they don't want to be a part of it, especially with all of the school sports and all the bitty programs start so young. These athletes have many opportunities to choose, you know, where to be elsewhere. And so if it is such a demanding strenuous, stressful sport on them, they're not going to want to be here. Right. But if I can bring in laughter and very great rapport with the kids and be somewhere, have it to be somewhere they enjoy being with their friends and others and just having fun learning, but still structure is, you know, just definitely positivity too. Great. Nancy, what's yeah. one of your key? A lot of, a lot, a lot of, the of that same, same. Rachel, but uh, also keeping them busy Structure is important, and uh, having a group show that you care. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they like that you ask uh, how their test was yesterday, or some of the ones are in different sports. We try to go yeah, watch. Yeah, go watch or ask how it went. And I saw a play from one little girl this year, this winter, and uh, just know that you, you're a person too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do think that's, a, that's so important because a lot of times, you know, your coach is – uh, you spend a lot more time with your coach sometimes than, especially in season, than you do with maybe a parent. Um, and so, you know, by the time you get home from school, you spend all that time at school with your teachers, and then you go to practice, and you spend all that time with your coach. You might get like an hour or so with mom and dad, and then you go do your homework and you go to bed. And so, um, it is imp- really, I think, the importance of role modeling um, to the kids, and and just I love the. Um, atmosphere back there when you go back and they're you're you're creating confident young women back there that um this is going to be a story uh part of their story for their entire life and they're they may bring their kids into gymnastics and all that kind of stuff nancy have you seen some um 
uh, generations of gymnastics? Oh, just a few. Just a few? <laughs> well, actually, almost all our coaches are ex-gymnasts on our team or have nice. been part of our program for a long time. So, um, yeah, we've had a, lo- a lot of them come through. Well, we have a coach right now who's, she was on our team, and then she came back and she's coaching, but her daughter is on the team, and Rachel's daughter is on the team. So nice. we have a lot of generations, yeah. That's good. So um, have I know you have been in other sports. What are some of those sports that you've been in? I had done volleyball, track, and then cheerleading. And do you think the skills in gymnastics helped you in those other sports? Absolutely. The hand-eye coordination, the, the strength, the big part is strength. And even to this day, I still have, like, my shoulders are so strong just, and I say it's from gymnastics, those years of all the handstands and yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't build them with you know weights. It's pure okay. body weight. And Nancy, you talked about helping out with swimming. So, was there a time where you were going to choose between the two? Were you on a swim team at all, or yeah. you just? Oh, that's a, the wise first girl swim team. Of course, of course. <laughs> but we used to swim at the old Y, mm-hmm. uh, and we followed after the boys, and then um, then we turned into a diving team. We did diving. Wow. And um, but I did years of ballet. So, but, but at the Y and you did it all. You just, you just stayed. Yeah, <laughs> just was, hung out. I just walked there and my mom was fine with that because she knew where I was. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you just got involved in a lot of different things. Yeah, everybody did everything back then. It wasn't like now where everything is so, takes over so much of your time that you can't do too many multiple sports. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that uh, our gym has come a, a long way. So um, from the history that we talked about, uh, do you have any other, like, I just got some notes over there. So I'm like, oh. you got anything else on those notes oh, over there? That you just wanna... about coaches. Oh, yeah. Talk to us about some of the we've coaches we've seen. Of, uh, well, husband and wife coaches, even from the beginning. We, um, we had a husband and wife team came down from Kent every year and did clinics with us. But then um, we had Dick Doffett and his wife, Barb, they were all volunteer. Okay. Polly Porcher with Ron Porcher. And unfortunately, he just passed this last year. Um, my husband and I, he used to be a coach. Really? In fact, that's how we met oh. at the gym. Oh. <laughs> and, Love in yeah. gymnastics. I yeah. like it. And then Kenny and Sandy DeBose. Oh, yes. Yeah. She's a, a track uh, cross country coach now. Yeah. Um, there was quite a few others too, but it was. Uh, that's 54 years of... I feel like John Bittacoffer, is he in yes. that? Yeah, he was, but he didn't, his wife didn't. Well, his wife wasn't with him, no. but John, a uh, longtime employee of the YMCA. She might have helped a little bit. I think you're right. Yeah. And I remember um, him talking about his daughter a lot, being yeah, on the gymnastics she team. She was very good. She went up to private clubs up in Canada. Yeah, so fun. That's awesome. Okay, so let's uh, look to the future. We're uh, soon, uh, nationals are coming. So let's talk about competitive team. What kind of commitment is that, Rachel? It's a full year commitment. And the girls practice two to three times a week. And um, the competition season actually starts the end of November. And then, you know, we have regionals this weekend. So that's here mid-April. And then nationals do not, they don't start until the end of June. Oh, okay. So you get right, a so tiny little time. break, but it's not like, you know, the gymnast can't go on break because they still have to work routines and make their skills better and better. So it's full year long. That's nice. Okay. And so how do you become part of a gymnastics team? So at RY, we will hold this, this season, we will hold a tryouts. It's a two day 
May 16th and May 18th, and it's from 4 to 5.30, and that's normally when our level threes practice. So we're going to have those new girls who are interested just come in and sort of have a trial week with our girls, and while they're practicing, you know, I'll just observe, watch, same with Nancy, see what girls are in there, their potential. Um, Some girls um, have everything they need. Some girls will be close, but usually if they're close enough, you can tell if they're going to get that skill in the next week or two. A lot of these girls are coming from classes where they've only, you know, go once a week for a seven week session. Right. Um, Or might be coming from dance or anything at some other world that has a lot of those skills, but We've had some girls, too, who weren't in gymnastics in the spring. They still wanted to try out, so they were just trying to get those skills back that they had learned previously. Um, so it will be that two-day and more of an observation, laid back, nothing mm-hmm. nothing too stressful or anything for the girls. Just There are some prerequisite skills, though, that go along with it, right? Yeah, so, so we talk wanted, to them. on the bars, we wanted to make sure they could do a pullover and a back hip circle. Those are two of the main skills that they'll need for their routine. Okay. And there are more difficult skills that they'll learn throughout the year. But if they have the starting two, everything else will go a lot smoother. Okay. And then on the floor, we just said a back walkover, which again, that just shows the flexibility of back bend and being able to kick over. And then a round of back handspring with a light spot. So if they're if they don't have it by themselves yet but with a light enough spot that they can get it soon because it is, it's hard on the girls if they go all competition season without getting that skill, it, it brings their floor score down a full point, point and a half depending. Okay. And so, um, we think that would be the best bet to make our team as good as it can be. Perfect. And, uh, the dates on that this year are May 16th and May 18th. Okay, great. From four to five thirty. Yep. And you just come over to the Y. You do not have to be a member. Just stop at the front desk. There is no fee to come to that. Correct. If you would like to register for it, we certainly would like to be prepared that you're going to be there. So you can do that by stopping at the Y or um, uh, going online and registering for the gymnastics team tryouts. Um, So uh, this season coming to an end, how was it? How was this season? Great. Very great. How many girls are on the team? We have 33. Okay. And uh, age levels for that? What is um, six. Is the youngest? Oh, eight. She, she turned seven. Okay. Yep. Oh. She has turned seven, but okay. she started at six and then up to 15. Wow. Wow. That's, that's really cool. They're getting ready actually. to turn 16. So we have, we have a huge. <laughs> and they, um, they don't practice all at the same time. Sometimes there are some are in a little bit earlier, some come in a little bit later. And then you see that whole group together. So it does, they become a family and. Um, they do a lot of fundraising, fundings around the Y, and um, and they're there uh, for to support some of your team members come back and help in the progressive program. And, right. and so, Nancy, tell us a little bit about the progressive program. What ages does that start from, oh. and how are, how high do you go? That starts at three. Yeah, age uh, three? Yeah, age three, and then they go all the way up to 18 if they want. Yeah. yeah and uh, they just come in once or, or twice a week, depending on what they want to sign up for. And we take classes and we structure it. And we have had a lot of the girls, as they get older, they realize, I love gymnastics, but I realize I'm not going to compete. Mm-hmm. And But they want to be involved. So they come back as coaches. Nice. And they, they make the best, great teachers. Yeah. And they know what's going on. And, and sometimes they go, well, maybe I want to compete again. Right. <laughs> and that works too. They can do both. Right. So. That's awesome. Anything else either one of you want to say about your program or... Uh, any highlight that I missed? Any yeah. fun thing that you can remember that? Are you ready for your ten? 
question. I've been like nervous about this. I can tell they're both like, I don't know what this is going to be like. I just think for me, you know, two years ago, well, it was July. Two years ago, I was getting constant messages through Facebook on a random parent that I had no idea who she was trying to say, we need you in here. Can you apply to take this program? We're losing our program. We need a coach. And I just answering the phone, you know, calling saying, you know, I just can't, I have four kids. That's so busy. You know, I just, I quit my job as a teacher to be home with my kids. I just don't have all this time to give. And, you know, she never stopped on me. And then in the, you know, the background, I'm also, you know, doing small groups and Bible studies through groups of friends and I'm praying in directions of like, where should my life go? And this mom just still at me, at me, at me. And then I finally said, okay, you know, I, I can give you two days a week. If this is going to work, you guys just have to support that two days a week. I've never coached competitive gymnastics before, but I, I know how to teach people. I, I will give you a hundred percent of my time and I will learn what I don't know and we'll see what happens. And I said, now it's looking back, it's like it was truly a God thing for that parent to come and just knock on my door until I finally said, okay, just it's fulfilled so much of my life that I didn't know I was missing. And it's uh-huh. been, it's been such a blessing to me, even though it is stressful when I do miss some time with my own family, I, I can't imagine not being in the position I'm in. And oh, we are super glad that you're here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's been a godsend. She has been. Yeah. And I love working for an organization that you can talk about mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. And, and just be able to really share your faith and fair and just know that um, it really is about listening to that spirit in your heart to bring you to what you need to be doing because we all have that purpose that is so important. Um, and, uh, to be able to share that with others, um, especially with our youth and to bring them upright is such an important part. So thank you for that. Thank you for both of you for that, because I know over the years you have really influenced a lot of girls. Um, and I, I will tell you one uh, memory about Nancy that, uh, I love, um, I didn't really know you a whole lot, but it was your, you're a school, uh, school teacher through Dover. Right. Did I get that right? And it was the hundredth, hundredth day of school. And you were, you came in to tell me you were going to do a hundred cartwheels on the beam. And I was like, what, what are you doing? (laughs) And, and so I was, I'm back there taking a picture and I'm thinking, I don't, I don't think I could do a cart. Like, and I think I may have gone home and tried and may have put myself into a lot. Couldn't walk for probably a couple days because I'm thinking she's going to do a hundred of these. I can't even do one. <laughs> I used to be able to do them, um, but it was just an impressive. Yeah, they used to be on the high beam and then the medium beam and then the low beam. But <laughs> that's just that's awesome. Um, all right, so here's your ten questions. We're going to go back and forth here, so you'll just answer. What is the hardest stunt you have ever accomplished in gymnastics? In gymnastics, yeah, probably the back handspring on the beam. On the beam. Uh, a double back tuck off the bars. Oh, no idea what that is, but it sounds really hard. <laughs> okay. If you couldn't be doing what you are doing right now with this job, what job would you love to have? I would love to be a cosmetologist and do hair and makeup. That's really? another love that I've always had. We'll talk. Yeah. I actually have that, or did have that license for a long time. And you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just- just, uh, I always thought about it, maybe a, a dance teacher or... Yeah. I yeah. could see that. She also makes cakes. Yeah. She's I, shown me some pictures. They're beautiful. Oh, what? thanks. Ah, <laughs> skill. A, I love cake, by the way, Nancy. Just okay. little, <laughs> little 
piece of information Lots there. To <laughs> um, I think we already covered this, but let's do it again. Favorite gymnast of all times? Um, probably Nadia. Nadia? Nadia Dominique Mucciano. Yeah. I, I can't even I, say those names. I did meet Dominique at a book book showing one time. Oh, That's we cool. need to get your picture taken with this girl yeah. at this point. Yeah. Uh, favorite color? Blue. Purple. <laughs> as, as our team as color As your team is. color is. <laughs> um, what's the last book either of you had a chance to read? Mm. Nancy's like, is I don't it, ever have a chance to yeah, read. Yeah, I read a book yesterday. How is it spring? <laughs> okay. I was reading to a five-year-old. <laughs> well, hey, that counts. <laughs> I, I just finished. It was a daily devotion, but it was a month worth The Power of the Praying Wife. Oh, and it, you like it? Do you recommend it? Yeah, I loved it. It was, awesome. you know, the very beginning. It sort of really knocks you in your place. You know, you think you're going to pray for your husband to make him change, and it was one of those like from the start. Nope, this is about <laughs> you need to change, and as you change and you pray for your husband, then he will change. But it's not. It's yeah. not me here just saying I'm going to pray for him. It didn't start with here's a list of things we're going to accomplish before Correct. the end of the book. <laughs> but it was a husband. very very great book, and they have one power of the praying husband, power of the praying parents. Nice. Okay, look that up. Um, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Mint chocolate chip. Vanilla. Vanilla. Okay. What song makes you want to just get up and dance? Any of them. I like to dance to any songs. Any yeah. songs the Do girls are playing in the gym. Favorite? Yeah, no. No? Yeah. Anything has a beat. <laughs> My Like, I would have totally been, like, footloose. Like, if I hear that song, like, I am... Only in my house dancing, but I do love that. I do love that song. Uh, dog versus cat. Dog. Dog. Oh, man. I'm going to get cat people on my side here pretty soon. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> um, what what uh, personal goal do you have right now? Do you have a – this is a hard one, I know. So take some time to think about that. And the last one is what is your secret talent? So now that I've given you a little bit of time, do you have a goal right now? That you can think of? My, I mean, my main goal is just to raise my four kids and get them through <laughs> and to be God-loving individuals who are making good choices and learning yeah. from their mistakes and just hard workers. Okay. Think about your secret talent. My goal is to um, maybe fix up my house before I die. Oh. <laughs> Somebody else can my do that. My kids would love that. They would enjoy that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then do you have a secret talent? Well, I'll share you mine so that I can play one song on the accordion. It's not very good. It's Pop Goes the Weasel. And nobody will ever request that song, so I'd never have to share that talent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you have a secret talent? Uh, I don't have a secret talent. I do. Um, I've choreographed many like cheerleading competition routines and like being able to splice the music and put it together. Even the gymnasts now to cut their music down. If it's a minute 10 and we decided, oh, we need to take 10 seconds, I can splice it together and you'd never know there was missing oh, parts. Oh, so you have like a music programming kind of skill. Josh is like, okay, I can open that <laughs> just in case I need that done. Yeah. What about you? Do you have secret talent, um, Nancy? Other, other than, than 100 cartwheels and oh, cakes? And cakes. <laughs> um, most people don't know I play piano and violin. Really? Yeah. <gasps> I did not know that. Yeah. How for how long? I since I was in third grade. Whoa, yeah. 
Yeah. I have no musical talent. <laughs> Usually I say it's gymnastics because I can still do a lot of gymnastics and different yeah. things. But for a gymnastics show, that sort of lost its luster. Yeah. And I honestly don't have musical talent either. I have tried lots of different instruments. In fact, the violin, my husband bought me one. I may have said this in a previous podcast, but he had brought me one and I never got it to make one sound. Oh. I thought this thing's broken. I couldn't do it with the trumpet. <laughs> oh I wanted God. to be in the band so bad in sixth grade. And so we, my cousin gave me his trumpet and I could not make it make a noise. So I, oh. I had to give up that dream. <laughs> that your dream of being a trumpet player. That's a great one. I love it. Anything else, ladies, that you'd like to add before I close out our podcast for today? Thank you for having us. Yeah, this oh, I hope, will you yes. come back? Absolutely. Sure. Awesome. awesome. I, lo I love to talk. <laughs> and it's cool because you get to put these headphones yeah. on. You got this little, this mic. And if you want to break out into song, you obviously can anytime you want. Um, Josh might cut you, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this is our 18th podcast and it has come to an end. If you have a why story to share with us, please email me at Kathleen at TuskYMCA.org. We'd love to hear from you or if you'd like to be a member of our podcast. Take a moment to check out our website at TUSCYMCA.org to find out about our gymnastics programs as long as with all the other programs that we have at the Y and follow us on Facebook. You can even catch up on past episodes of this podcast if you missed those um, from both of those outlets. At The Y, we are a nonprofit organization that focuses on youth development, healthy living, and social responsibility. Financial assistance is always available. Stop by The Y soon. From all of us at the Who, What, When, Where, and Why podcast, don't forget to stick the landing. <laughs> <laughs>